In the story of Mahabharata, so far, we have seen how Yudhishthira kept the family safe using his smarts and wits. Bhima kept them alive using his strength and power. Today's story explores Arjuna's role in keeping the family safe with his incredible skills as a warrior. This story is from the Chaitra Ratha Parva of the Mahabharata and it is named after the king of Gandharva, Angaraparna, who was known as Chitrarata because he owned a nice looking chariot. When the Pandavas first crossed paths with Angaraparna, they were less than friendly. However, Angaraparna came to respect and admire the Pandavas, especially Arjuna, and as a result, they parted as friends. Namaste, hello and welcome. Hope you're having a wonderful day. You're listening to Stories of India Retold and I'm your storyteller Nivi with Stories from India. Before we continue, I would like to request you to please subscribe to the podcast and I would be really thankful if you could take the time to leave us a review. It would help the podcast immensely. Let's begin the story of Arjuna and the Gandharva king Angaraparna. After narrowly escaping the assassination attempt on them while they were living in the lakh house in Varanavata, the Pandava brothers lived in hiding. As per the advice of their grandfather Veda Vyasa Krishna Dwaipayana, the Pandavas went to Ekachakra and lived with the Brahmana and his family. While they were there, another Brahmana visited the house. This Brahmana was well-traveled and had wonderful stories to share. The Brahmana told the Pandavas all about the places he had been to. He told them about the rivers and places of pilgrimage. He told them about the kings and kingdoms. He told them about the king of Panchala and the Swayamvara which would be held for his daughter, the princess Krishna. The Pandavas were enthralled. They wanted to know more about the king of Panchala and his family. The Brahmana told them all about Panchala, their king Drupada, his rivalry with Drona and the story of the birth of his children Drishtadyumna and Krishna or Draupadi. By the time the Brahmana finished telling the brothers about Panchala, the Pandava brothers were most curious about the kingdom. Kunti noticed the wistful looks her sons wore. She told Yudhisthira, we have seen so many beautiful places before we arrived here at Ekachakra. I think you all wish to see more of this beautiful world. If that is what you want to do, let us go. I have heard that in Panchala, a Brahmana can get arms easily. Not only that, we have lived here in Ekachakra for some time now. It is not wise for us to stay in one place for too long as we are in hiding. She said. After consulting each other, the Pandava brothers decided that their mother was right and it was best for them to move to Panchala. And hence, the Pandava brothers and Kunti headed north. It is in the middle of this journey that the Pandavas met the king of Gandharvas, Angaraparna. The Pandavas were walking day and night to reach Panchala. They had just reached the banks of Ganga and it was night time. And the night was a dangerous time. Arjuna led his family, clutching a lit torch in one hand to show them the way in the darkness. 
when they got close to the water they were suddenly attacked by a man wielding his bow at them i am the king of gandharva's angaraparna who dares come near the water in the night he demanded to know angrily you see gandharvas are celestial demigods some live in swarga with the gods and some like angaraparna live on earth they are one of the few beings that can travel freely between earth and heaven they are mostly known as musicians and artists in the court of indra and also as the husbands of the divine apsaras they are portrayed as both good and bad they are mostly portrayed as demigods but at times they are also portrayed as demons the night time belonged to the gandharvas along with rakshasas and yakshas and they can kill the greedy humans who choose to travel at that time the gandharva king angaraparna was mad at the pandavas because they traveled during the night time through the forest near the banks of the river ganga and this forest was also named angaraparna by the way and it was the gandharvas's area this was something that was prohibited and not only that they had also interrupted him while he was sporting with his wives in the water and that made angaraparna even more furious but the pandavas were having none of it why shouldn't we travel questioned arjuna how can you prohibit people from traveling whether it be day or night the water the forest and the mountains they belong to everyone especially a river as pure and divine as ganga you don't get to decide when we can or cannot travel don't mistake us for being weak and assume we won't oppose you we can take care of ourselves arjuna said angaraparna was angered without another word or warning he pulled out his weapons and shot flaming arrows at the pandavas but arjuna was quick using the torch in his hand as a shield he deflected the arrows that does it arjuna decided since you are a demigod and not human i will use divine weapons against you he warned the gandharva king arjuna was in possession of a deadly missile called agneya it was given to him by his preceptor drona who received it from agniveshya who in turn received it from drona's father and dhanurveda expert bharadwaja it was a weapon that was to be used only against powerful enemies and as the name agni suggests it emits fire arjuna aimed and fired the powerful missile which landed on the gandharva's chariot instantly burning the chariot after knocking the gandharva off the chariot on impact Arjuna grabbed the unconscious Gandharva by the hair and dragged him away from the decimated chariot towards where his brothers stood watching. At that moment, Kumbhinasi, the terrified wife of Angaraparna, rushed to Yudhishthira and begged for mercy. She pleaded with him for her husband's life. Yudhishthira turned to Arjuna. "You already defeated him and he is unconscious. You know you cannot kill him." Also, A woman is asking for mercy. You have to let him go. He reminded Arjuna about his dharma. Arjuna let Angaraparna live. Angaraparna was thoroughly humbled. 
he now realized that as someone who possessed supernatural powers, it wasn't okay for him to have engaged a human in a fight. He felt glad that it was Arjuna he had attacked as he was able to defend himself. I was called Chitraratha, he said sadly, glancing at the remains of his previously glorious chariot. I do not deserve the name anymore and have now become Dagdharatha, he said, referring to himself as someone who owned a burnt chariot. You have saved my life. As a token of my appreciation, I will give you the knowledge of Chakshushi. Please, accept my gift. Angaraparna told Arjuna. Chakshu means I. And Angaraparna explained that this power was why the Gandharvas were superior to men. Because the person with this knowledge would be able to see into anything he wanted to see in the three worlds. It was a rare and difficult knowledge to obtain. Angaraparna said he received it from Vishpavasu, who received it from Soma, who received it from Manu. In addition to giving Arjuna the knowledge of Chakshushi, Angaraparna said he wanted to give each Pandava brother 100 horses from the land of Gandharva. These horses were no ordinary horses. They were special, scented horses used to transport the gods and Gandharvas. They could run at the speed of the mind and they could maintain that speed even when they tire. They could also change the color of their coats and go wherever they wanted to. At first, Arjuna wasn't convinced. He felt that Angaraparna was offering him the gifts just because he had let him live. In that case, it would not be ethical for him to accept the gifts. Angaraparna brushed off Arjuna's concerns. He claimed that while he was grateful to Arjuna for saving his life, he was making this gift also because he could see what a great person Arjuna was and that it would make him happy to give them the gifts. How about we make an exchange to make this more palatable to you? I will share the knowledge of Chakshushi with you and give you and your brothers 100 horses each and in return you give me the knowledge of the Agneya weapon. Arjuna considered Angaraparna's offer and thought that it was a fair deal. He accepted the deal with grace and promised a long-lasting friendship with Angaraparna. Now, can you tell me how we could avoid future incidents like this with another Gandharva? Arjuna asked his new friend. We are clearly dressed as ascetics, and yet you attacked us because we were traveling in the night. Why? I know who you all are. I know that you are the descendants of Kuru dynasty and that you are all learned in different Vedas. You have to understand that I was annoyed at being disturbed while I was with my wife. I believed my wife was in danger and I reacted strongly as one does. More importantly, you do not keep a fire burning in your house and you do not have the protection of a well-learned priest. You must know that this fact opens you up to all sorts of danger. It does not matter how skillful or powerful a king you are. If you do not have the protection of a priest, then you cannot succeed. A wise priest will instruct a king about dharma. He will teach him about the various subjects. 
a priest will lead a king to victory. And so, it is essential that you should have a priest with you, Angaraparna told Arjuna. Arjuna and Angaraparna talked a lot more. At one point, Arjuna asked Angaraparna why he referred to him as Tapatya. And Angaraparna told Arjuna all about Tapati, the daughter of the sun god and how the Pandavas were her descendants. He also told the story of the great sage Vasista. Both great stories for another podcast episode. Finally, Arjuna asked Angaraparna who he would recommend as a suitable priest to help lead him and his brothers. Angaraparna recommended a priest by the name Dhaumya, who lived in a hermitage in a forest named Utkochaka. Arjuna shared with Angaraparna the knowledge of the Agneya weapon. He asked Angaraparna to keep the promised horses with him for the time being and Angaraparna agreed. After settling everything with Angaraparna, Arjuna and his brothers headed to Utkochaka Tirtha. There they met Dhaumya, who welcomed them warmly with the traditional offering of water to wash their feet and fruits and roots to eat. The Pandavas asked him to be their priest and Dhaumya agreed. The Pandavas along with their mother and newly appointed priest continued their travel north towards Panchala. Now that they had a priest accompanying them, the Pandavas felt that they would be well protected and they looked forward to their journey to Panchala where they were hoping to earn the hand of the princess and the much needed wealth. That is the story of Arjuna and the Gandharva king Angaraparna. Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed the stories here on this podcast, please consider sharing it with your friends and family. As always, find the links for the podcast in the show notes. I hope to see you here next time. Dhanyavada. Thank you.